When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, how are you doing? I'm Craig Parkinson. You are listening to the Two Shot Podcast. Sit yourself down, pop the kettle on. We're going to have a nice old chat. Who's it with this week? I'm going to tell you right now. How the devil are you? Are you keeping well? Hmm? Keeping safe? More importantly, are you keeping indoors? Of course you are. Of course you are, because you're a sensible lot. Well done. But look, I'm not here to talk about that, because it's, you know, every time we switch on the radio, we switch on the telly, we read a paper, it's there, it's there. What we really need is a bit of escapism. And I can't think of a better way than to delve back into the mind of Mr. Carl Pilkington, who came to see us a few weeks back. But I'll get on to that in a second. Now, I'll be honest with you, it's trying times for all of us self-employed working in the arts. Um, And I've spoken to a lot of other podcasters as well. What we're going to try and do is we're going to think outside the box. What we, I'll be honest with you, right, for the next month, we've got you back. I've got episodes in the bank and they're all cracking and I can't wait for you to listen. After or possibly before that, what we're thinking of doing is to play about with an idea, is to get you involved, the listener. And I was watching a bit of Ramesh Ranganathan and Jamie Redknapp doing Instagram live talk the other night and I thought, well, what? If that's something people would want to get involved with, then we could do that, couldn't we? So I've spoke to Griff. We're going to work out a way how to get it sounding really nice and maybe we can record it and put it out as a podcast as well. So if you haven't joined Instagram, I think now would be the best time to do it so you can get joined in. So the plan is that I set up a guest. So it's me and the guest on Instagram. We'll do a little bit of a talk. It's not going to be as in-depth. It's not going to be an hour. I'm thinking maybe 30, 40 minutes or something like that. We'll have a little talk. And then you, the listener, get your questions ready. Ping them out to us on Instagram. And um, we'll answer them. The guests will answer them. So we all get involved in the conversation. How does that sound? So keep your feeds open and ready. Join Instagram. Get ready. We're hoping we're going to sort this within a week. But... I'm going to, once I've got the guest, I will sort out a date and a time, and then I'll do a little announcement 
on this platform and on social media as well. And then we all join in and we all have a big old lovely conversation. How does that sound? Hmm? Good. I'm glad you like the idea of that. Sounds all right, doesn't it? I think it could be a real buzz. Now, also, a massive thank you to everybody that supports us on Patreon. And I'll be really honest, my livelihood's gone. Uh, you know, um, all productions have ceased. They've they've all paused. I don't know when any filming is going to be happening again. And there's loads of people I know that are in the same boat. But also, you know, friends who run restaurants, producers, uh, theatre directors, stage crew, crew of television and film, we're all in the same boat. So if there's anything that you can do to help us support and keep this podcast going, I understand that it's testing times for all of us and we've got to, um, we've got to really knuckle down. But if you do want to support us, then go to patreon.com forward slash two shot pod and donate whatever you can to keep this podcast going during these testing times we will try and repay you with some of the best conversations that you're hearing if you're new to the podcast you know this is episode 119 go back there's loads you've got time on your hands now stop in get up to date there are brilliant and fascinating conversations and i'm proud of each and every one you know i am so uh yeah get your headphones on don't go out stay in and get listening right so, I need to preface this episode that I was running late for Carl. Anybody that knows me knows that I am a stickler for time. I I really hate being late for people. I feel very embarrassed about it. But I was late for, for Carl because I was at another meeting on the other side of town. It was chucking it down. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. There's no excuse, Craig. Should have set off earlier. Yes, I know. Um, and I knocked on the door to Carl's hotel when I got there. And he answered the door, just in his T-shirt and his underpants. I said, Carl, why? What? What?" He went, oh, well, it was raining, so I had to take my jeans off and, and dry them. I, I said, did you not want to put them on? He said, they're still wet. So we waited for his jeans to dry. Because <laughs> he didn't want to sit there in his wet jeans. I understand it was just a very comical sight to see Carl Pilkinson in his underwear. So this is uh, Jeans On episode with Carl Pilkington from London. And we start off having a nice catch up because it's been a while since we've seen each other. And Carl poses a bit of a problem. Well, you'll hear, you'll hear. And I hope that by the end of it, we, uh, we waded through the woods quite a lot. And I think we got a resolution out of it. Anyway, this is the self-isolation tonic we all need right now. It's lovely to have Carl back on. He's an absolute joy. And I hope this really brightens your day. You enjoy. This is episode 119 of the Two Shot Podcast. And it's always a pleasure. It's just great to welcome him back. It's Carl Pilkington. Enjoy. I shall see you at the end. But it's like when you go in from place to place or you've got to do certain things for work you want you don't want to come back to somewhere clinical and you want to go back somewhere comfy yeah that doesn't feel like a hotel have you ever been to um vegas no <sighs> hotels there soulless soulless massive i mean like i'm not joking i'm not exaggerating when i was filming travel stuff and i had to go to vegas you could do a 20-minute walk to your room. Really? Seriously. 
and you wouldn't always find it. You'd have to go back and say, where's this again? And they give you a map. And then it's really bad when it's like, you know, they give you a lad to carry your case and all that. Yeah. He's shattered. By the time he gets to your room, you want to say, do you want to stay the night? Because honest to God, it's like, are you going straight back? Do you want to brew or something for yourself again? Ridiculous. But I hate it. And, and I remember being there and I got down to the reception. I went, oh, I've left my headphones in my room. Oh, no. And I couldn't be arsed. I was like, do you know what? Leave I'll buy, I'll buy, I'll buy some. I can't be bothered. <laughs> I cannot be bothered. That's how big they are. And uh, yeah, they have, um, there's a lot of deaths and that in hotels in Vegas. Like people commit suicide because they've lost the money. And they have like special corridors so you can get to every room if they have to shut a corridor off because there's a. So it doesn't an go incident. past all the other guests? Yeah, yeah. God, and all that, so and they have a special morbid. mob to come in, clean up the blood, and like within an hour, someone else is in the room. It's, it's proper like mad operation. Oh my god! Well, it's just a machine, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but I, I, worst place on earth. I can't stand Vegas. It's just how long were you there for? Did you go? It's to... always like a, it was for filming, so I was always there for like maybe two nights maximum. But it's enough, and it's two just, nights too long. Everything about the place isn't me. It's like people off their head. Um, just moods, you can sense that people aren't happy, they've lost the money gambling it. They go there thinking they're going to turn their life round, and it doesn't happen. Yeah. And you go to, like, a Denny's in the morning, you know, like those cafe, like, uh, diner things. Yeah. People just with their heads in their hands, just, oh, they've lost everything. Uh, people arguing on the street, it's sick everywhere. It's just, what do they call it? They used to call it, like, um, back in the day in America, it was called this... Is it Sin City? Is that is that yeah, Sin City? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Sin City. that's it, isn't it? So everyone's doing bad. And it's like it's just in the air. Like badness. Yeah. Horrible. And lots of noise, car, lots of Constant distractions. Noise, you wouldn't like noise, that, would hate you? Hate it. Hate it. <laughs> I hate the distraction. That's why I sorted this room out for us, because I thought I was worried when you said, Oh, I'll be able to get a cafe or, or something, I was like, don't know about that. No. Clanging. That's why we're not in the usual place today, because it's half term for one, and two doors down is Harry Potter, and it's oh, like half right, term. Right, of course, yeah, yeah, doing yeah. more shows because it's half term. It's like just like loads of kids, loads of tea, loads of noise. I can't do no. I can't do it. So well remembered. Uh, but yeah. the other place that we've got was really quiet as well, so it's all fine. But this is nice. Yeah, no, this is this is all right. It's good, isn't it? It's, uh, you've got to be comfy for one of these, I think. I think so, well, we never know how long we're going to get into it for, do we? Well, that's it, that's it. And you'd also, if you're in a cafe, I imagine you feel like you're in the way or you start whispering because you don't want people... I'm a bit funny about people hearing well, what I'm talking about and all luckily that. Luckily, normally where we record, we're like down in a bunker, so there's nobody else that comes down there. It's, oh, just, right, it's just us. But upstairs, sometimes you can hear like clanging. tourists and clanging. and Sometimes it sounds nice, sometimes it can be a bit distracting. Yeah, I can't. I can't do it. So I've done well here. Well, we'll so never, what, what, what are we going to chat about? Then? I don't know. Have you been first? Because uh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it was all exciting last time I saw you, wasn't it? Because it was like, <laughs> why has it gone disastrously it. downhill? It has a bit. It's just kind of I'm not doing anything at the minute, and I don't even know what I'm meant to be doing or what I want to do. Is that I'm nice? Really, Is that nice? No, for you? it's not. Oh, you're feeling a bit uneasy about it. Yeah, really. Um, like life, you know, life's long and that. And what am I doing now? Um, I, I'm all right for money. I'm not, you know, worrying about paying a bill or anything. But just that, like, what am I? What am I meant to do now? And I haven't, I haven't got any uh, 
like major pastime thing that I can say, well, I can do that. You've I like got, gardening. You, I was going to say, you've always got things to do and tinker with you. No, you? but but I've been at home, been cleaning a lot. Suzanne's going, you're driving me mad Get out. with the cleaning thing. And all then right. I tell some people, and some people have said, sign of depression, that, when you're cleaning all the time. It's like, no, it's not. It's just that I like the place being <laughs> clean. Honestly, <laughs> they're going, that's like, you know, you're being, it's, it's like you've got nothing to do. It's like, no, I just like a, a clean house. Everything's that now, isn't it? It's like if your house is a scruffy, it's like, oh, you sign of depression. It's like everything's that. It's like, no, I'm just, I just like cleaning. But I am a bit, I am a bit like restless and I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. So there's something in you that's going, I need to do something, but I just don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, which is, I mean, I've, I've recently had a um, origami, sent off like an origami set. What, to learn origami? Well, just, yeah, because it's something to do in it. It's, something, it's like creating something, but yeah. it's not a mess. It's not like having paints everywhere and all that. It's just some paper. And, um, yeah, create something and then just, you can destroy it after. And You know what I mean? It's just not a big... Do you know what I mean, yeah. though? There's loads of hobbies that tech up. You've got to buy loads of things and have a special room for it and all that, whereas this is just, I'm a bit bored, let's, you know, let's make a chicken or whatever, and then... Sort of screw it up and what's it? And I, haven't, it I haven't done that. I haven't done it yet. It turned it? up the other day. It, it's arrived though. It's arrived, but I, he's drying it out because the postman left it outside. And it's been pissing it down on it, and it's like of all the things <laughs> to leave it outside. Paper. Yeah, but it's, it's like special. It's like thinner paper than normal, and a book with the different things that you do with it. So, um, so yeah, I'll have a go at that. Um, about yoga, Carl. I keep hearing, you know, that it's a good thing to do because I've got a bad back. But I'm not that good at. Is that uh, is that your sandwich? Might be my sandwich. Yeah, I, I, I know it's you, you're meant to sort of. What are you having there anyway? What's Sa- that? ham sandwich? Look at that. Ah, oh, Brill, that's fantastic. It's just my that. sandwich being delivered. It's no, you're all right. It's fine. Thanks very much. Do you need the cutlery? No, I'm sure it's fine. I'll just that'll be grand. Thank you. Cheers. Yeah, the yoga. Well, I'm thing. normally saying that because I started it um, last year when I was away working. I quite enjoyed it. It's quite hard though. I and you with a group, before. with a group of yeah. But it was only like I started it. In my first class, there was just like five women in it. It would obviously all done it before. Like they were dead bendy and dead good. And you feel like they're watching you? And... No, I didn't actually because I just stood at the back. Yeah, <laughs> and I felt all. I didn't feel like intimidated around. I just wanted to sort of keep myself to myself and focus on what I was doing, see if I could get something out of it. Yeah. I can, I'm, I'm looking at your face there and you, it's filling with dread. Yeah, it's this sort of group stuff. I'm not... I don't know. Don't you find it odd when you've been on the telly and then you turn up to something like that? Don't don't people sort of make a fuss? They don't make a fuss. Do you know what I find worse don't mind someone coming over and saying hello or asking for a photo. Like, it's just staring. You know, if they're just staring. That's, yeah, well, that's, I'd, I'd rather not put myself in that. I'm rubbish with that. I'm, I'm actually, I can't get used to that rec- recognition thing to the point of I'd rather not go to places. I've become a bit, you, you become a bit, do you ever go through that stage of like being a bit of a hermit and just like, do you know what? I'll, I, I prefer to just avoid avoid it. But I kind of think that sometimes anyway, when it's not nothing to do with 
kind of being recognised. Just like sometimes it's just I'm just really not in the mood. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So you go out, and if someone comes over and wants to sort of chat and all that, and you're not in the mood, you've got to, haven't you? Because you can't be rude. Yeah, you don't want to come across like a dick. No, and you're never going to see him again. So it's not like you see him again and go, look, the other day I was a bit of a knob. Sorry about, Sorry about that. that. Let's have a, a chat day. now. Yeah, you yeah. can't. No. And I'd, I liken it to like, you know, before telly and all that, if I went out and you saw someone who you knew, but you weren't in the mood for a chat and you'd sort of keep your head down, look the other way and keep walking... Like, there's nothing wrong with that person. It might be someone who you know well, but you just want to get on with your day. Yeah. But it's like you can't do that because you don't know who's going to recognise you. You can walk down the street and, like, someone recognises you, you don't know them, and they just want to get into a big chat. And sometimes I'm just like, I just want to, you know, buy me salt for me. Soft water, soft no. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just want to get on with my day. But it's hard because some people can't. And as you say, you don't, you don't want to be rude. You no. don't want to be a dick at all because you don't, genuinely, no. you don't want to be. Who wants but, to be a dick? It's no, a, well, you, no one, I, I would hope. No, well, that's it. But some people just can't read the situation. Yeah. And they kind of want to stay a bit more. I, and I, I ain't moaning about this. It's no, one of the no, things in it because you go, oh, listen to him. No, but I listen understand to him. it. Yeah. And if it affects you sort of going out and doing your day-to-day things, then... Yeah, you've just got to pick your times, haven't you? And, you know, um, it just always happens. I mean, I don't have to go out that much. I'm not into... I don't have to go to the pub and all that. I'm not that bothered about that. But just day-to-day stuff, you know, going to home base. I've got to be in there a lot. Like you say, I'm into gardening and that. I'm always in there buying bits and pieces. And someone's always there, sort of like, oh, what are you doing in here? And it's kind of like, well, why wouldn't I be in here? I've got to do the garden. Oh, yeah, there's stuff to buy, yeah. yeah. And I just want this. And it's the, it's when they make a fuss, I feel all like, oh, oh, just, you know, I've said hello. And then, you know, they sort of go off and get the work, mate. And it just turns into a bit of a... It's an embarrassing, Carl. Yeah, really embarrassing, yeah, because I'm just a normal person. Do you know what I mean? I'm not Justin Bieber. You know, I'm not in this world of like a bubble of having loads of assistants and everything. I'm nipping out by my patio magic. Do you know what I mean? That's <laughs> yeah. all I want. Yeah. And it's getting to a point where it's saying to Suzanne, it's like, can you can you go and get it? I'll wait in the car. Because it's just, I'm sure it'll pass. But at the moment, it just seems, I, I, I'm not in the mood for it. How does Suzanne mood. find it? Like, say, if you're out together. She, she people quite... can be rude sometimes. Most of the time they're all right and they'll sort of go, oh, you know, they wait for the moment. They sort of, say if we've been out and we're having something to eat, some people will wait until, like, they can see we paid the bill and they'll come over and go, can I have a quick picture? And all that. But sometimes they just, it's like she's not even there and it's just kind of almost pushing out of the way and, you know, they've already got the camera recording and all that and it's it's a bit, bit weird. I don't know... Um, do you think people just get a bit sort of overwhelmed and a bit overexcited and they're not really thinking? But I'm a bit like, why? <laughs> and it can come across like I'm being miserable, but I don't get it. It's like, I'm. What what have I done that is this amazing? Well, just because I've been on the telly. Yeah. Yeah. I've thought about it a lot, and I wonder if it's because I seem more approachable. I sort of wonder if the Queen. It's respect in it. It's a respect thing, and I think if the Queen went out. Say if the you know the queen the queen yeah 
She oh. went to Aldi or Asda or anything. I'm pretty sure she could walk around and I don't think she'd get hassled. I think there'd be a... It's the Queen. You can't hassle the Queen. Muted whispers. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas I think with me, they sort of go, oh, he's all right. Oh, he's one of us. He's one of us, isn't he? Yeah. Way yeah, yeah. Headlock. You know, and all <laughs> the, that. The I've had headlocks. Got... I've no, had headlocks. I have had headlocks. That's too much. I know, that's what I'm saying. So oh, you didn't... Oh, they, that is... But I can... You know, no one's going to do that with the Queen. No one's going to go, hey, look, it's like the stamp. I've got the stamp in the head. So, I mean, so, so it's like, I haven't got that. So it's like the worst situation. It's like people just go, he'll be, he'll be fine. He's an everyman. He's, He's one of us, so yeah. I can do whatever So I can him. do what I want. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing that I think, I've just had some bad situations of that, and it's made me just a bit like, well, rather than moan about it, I'll just stay out of the way, stay at home. But you shouldn't have to shut yourself away. No, but it's you? me, isn't it? It's it's just me in my head worrying about just I don't I don't want to get niggled. And like I say, I'm not that bothered about going out anyway. I'm not someone who I, I love me being at home. Yeah, I love being in the garden doing stuff. I like the cleaning. I'm not doing it because I'm depressed. I like cleaning. Um, You've got everything you need there. You've I've got, got everything I need. Cinema. Yeah, like a like a good dinner now and again. But you've got to like. Having nice food, you can't have it every day, can you? It's, otherwise, it's not a treat. So, yeah, it's, well, it ceases to become special. Yeah, it? and then I get myself ready for, and and I, I tend to go to places, you know, nice places that you kind of go. Do you know what? I reckon I can go there without getting a headlock. That's the goal. Whereas Greg's or something like that, if I nipped in there for a pasty, I can guarantee it's, it's Look, something's going to happen. If you want a Sunday roast and you're going on a harvest, then forget it. It's not going to happen. It's your own fault. Suzanne still goes. She goes to a Toby What's it and all Toby that Carvery. with her mates, and Again, she goes. The same. She's, she, but she's like, it's brilliant, you know. That and it's a you can go back, and it's like, yeah, but it's not worth it. Be, have it been? I go back and get seconds and all that. I'm not going to enjoy it because I'm going to be worried sword, about going Carl. up there. Sunday, everyone's had a drink as well. They're going to be more confident because they've had a drink, and I'm not willing to, you know. Have, have a headlock for the sake of... Of another having, Yorkshire pudding. Having, no, it's not worth it. <laughs> not worth it. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's annoying because it's like a moaning again. I don't want to do that. No, you know, we're do... just talking. I know. But no. <clears throat> I know you don't go into these situations that much, if ever, really. But how are you, like, uh, you know, work dues when there's lots of sort of... I don't... ...businessy people around. Don't, um... Put yourself I don't in that go. situation. I went to like you know they have a rap party, don't they, at the end of a film in a series, and you have to go to that because it's a chance to say thanks to everyone and that. Yeah. No, for, but when you're the when you're the like the main thing in it and you've been working with everyone and you've written it, you kind of yeah. You, I, I think you know it's a chance to have a proper chat with people and that, isn't it? And but that's a controlled environment. Isn't that's it? true. But I, yeah, I don't go to um, I don't go to. Or the parties or anything. Uh, I don't know if I told you last time. If I start, I, I can't remember what we talked about last time, but if I just repeat anything, just say, oh, you've done that. But anything like a, a wedding or, um, yeah, any, any get-together, and that's nothing to do with what I was talking about, getting an headlock. No. From a young age, I've never really gone to social gatherings. Well, like prefer, family dues and stuff. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do it. Is that because it fills you with anxiety or you just... Um, Where's that come from, do you think? I don't or is, know. Or is it, do, you, do you find it 
It's just hard work. I'm, it tires me out. I'm absolutely shattered. Like, even just just company round, or even seeing, like, my mum and dad, you know, love them to bits, like catching up with them. But I have a rule that it's kind of like, um, I do one night at theirs, and if they come to ours, it's like two nights, and then, you know, come on, let's get you home, because... Enough's enough. We've had a chat, we've had a catch-up, um, and don't want to ruin it. I just think the longer... I mean, it's, it's a bit like doing this. The last time I saw you was when we did the last yeah. sort of podcast. And I think it's good. You don't have to see each other that sort of often. No. And there's something in... Um, I mean, we've been in touch a little bit on Yeah, on, on, on text or whatever, yeah. but, but it's kind of... Um, I, I remember when I went away with Warwick Davis, did some travelling with him. And then when I got back, Ricky was saying, we're all there, and then Warwick wanted to meet up again after it all. And I was like, we don't what? have to. We've had a, good, had a good time. What, to carry on the relationship? Yeah, and I was like, we've done it. We've been through some good, good experiences, bad experiences. Let's leave it there. Let's leave it, because... And there's something in that. I kind of wonder what the world would be like if you didn't have friends who you saw every week, because I wonder... You get into this rut and you're talking about the same shit and it's like, yeah, you've told me, you've told me. Whereas if you meet different people and you're getting different stories and people telling you different ways of looking at things, I wonder if you'd change as a person more. I bet you would, you know. Yeah, but you don't do that, do you? It's like... Well, not necessarily, but do you ever have a clear, a clear out of friends and go, sometimes I, just, I, I don't know why we're friends, why... Why, why have you been friends for so long? I don't know what it is. Well, it's weird for me when I haven't got that many mates. And I, again, that isn't a, that isn't a oh Jesus. No, it's a, it's a choice. <laughs> I, I just it is choice because I don't know why. I've always been like that. I remember leaving school, and then a lot of people who I was close with at school. It's like the day you walk out, it's going to like see you, and that was a part of that life. And I'm moving on. But um, but do you ever do I ever ever clear out? You know what I mean by that? Don't yeah, you? yeah, like. Do you actually mean, do you go as far as, like, delete that number? <sighs> I have done in the past, and only because, that sounds harsh, doesn't it? But only because it's like, wait a minute, we haven't spoken for, like, 18 months. Now, any sort of relationship, you've got to sort of put the effort put in. Put the effort in. Both ways, surely. Yeah. yeah. And I feel that I've been the one that's been putting more effort. So, do you know what? It's gone. It's yeah. Gone and, I, and actually, whenever that's happened, in the brief times it's happened, I've gone, yeah, I feel all right about that, actually. That's good. That's the end of that. Yeah. That's like closure. It's done, isn't it? You see, I have moments when I look through my phone, you know, like when you... If you're in a, in a waiting room, dentist, doctors, and you don't just want to sit there looking at everyone, so you look down and you, you look at your phone and I'm pretending I've got people contacting me when I haven't, and you're having a clear out through the phone book... But I look at my phone book, or I might think, who, who can I send a message to? Just say hello whilst I'm here. And my me, me phone book is like chippy, <laughs> Indian, auto glass man. You, you know, don't fix have a the windscreen. For the Honestly, it's all, it's all stuff like that that you're not going to send it. All right, how's the chippy man? It's, it's not going to happen. And I talk about. Yeah, shoes on the other foot at Christmas, though, isn't it? When you get a when, Christmas when, card from the Indian. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. No, I've had that. I've had, I that. Have had that. I've had that. Are you meant to give one back? No, or? I don't think so. Right. It's just a, that's a I, one th- I wondered whether that's like, God, that's really sad if you. And give a calendar a... from the Chinese. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're going to use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but 
I, I haven't got enough. I mean, because you're told, I, I, I have got enough, but we live in a world where it's all about that, and it? it's all about Facebook and social media and all that. It's about friends. How many friends have you got and everything? Yeah, but that's like friends in quotation marks. They're not like friends, are they? Really? I don't think. Yeah. I suppose it depends who it is. Yeah, no, I, I'm. Uh, how did I get onto that? Uh-huh. It was the Warwick thing, wasn't it? It was. Oh, yeah. It was the fact that I was. So what did you say to Warwick? Did I just you... said no, <laughs> and 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 he, he sort of laughed. But I think he. I didn't just say no, and I explained to him that we've been through a lot, and we've got those experiences in our mind now. Yeah. What else is there to do? Maybe in. A few years' time, maybe have a catch-up and go, remember when that happened? Just to... Just to reminisce. Just to reminisce. Yeah. That's it. But I'm not, you know, I'm not going to be going round, you know, playing on his PS2 or whatever. It's not... It, it's happened. Well, you're not 17, so... No, 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 that's what I mean, though. That's what's hard, isn't it? When you're a kid, it's easy to be mates. You just knock on the door and go, you're playing out. Yeah. But you can't do that when you're nearly 50. Knock it, are you playing out? <laughs> So, and everyone's got lives, haven't they? They've got stuff to get on with. Um, cleaning, cleaning to do. It's, and, and the weird thing is, it's a bit like seeing you today because we're doing this. It's the same with, like, Ricky and Steve. It, it's, I haven't seen for ages because we're not doing a, a podcast or we're not doing a, a show together or whatever. So you sort of drift apart a bit and then you're doing your thing and they're doing theirs. And then when you do have a minute and you send a text and go... Do you want to meet up? It's like, ah, you should have told me. I've, I've got plans. And it's like, well, I didn't know I was going to be free, to be honest. It's just that I'm about... On the off chance. On the off chance. Yeah. It's like, no. And before you know it, it's like, geez, I haven't seen each other for ages. So it's... Um, it's kind of easy to let things drift apart, though, isn't it? It is if you're not, you haven't got a reason to meet. I imagine like Ant and Deck, you know, I don't know what's, what's the longest spell they've had where they haven't had a chat because they're constantly... Yeah, but don't, don't they live on the same street or something like that? Don't they live around the corner from each other? Am I making that up? You must be. Are you, you thinking know, of? Um, you're thinking of the I'm two thinking, on Sesame Street? No, I'm not. You are. I'm not thinking of Bert and Ernie. They <laughs> don't live on the same street. No, I am sure that they both live in West London. And someone, someone, Google this now. If they live, uh, like, it, like it'll be on Google where they live. For, no, no, yeah, it's not, I, that's a myth. If someone's told you that, that's a joke. That's, they, no, they don't, sure they don't they need li- to be that close yeah, together. Yeah, I know they don't need to be, but they choose to be. I'm, I'm right, well, going to take the Pepsi challenge with this, Carl. That's not normal. <laughs> Griff, Google. Right, he's on it. We'll find out before the end of this conversation if they, live, if they both live in West London. But, but I wouldn't want that either. You know, these having a mate and then having oh, them next no. door. Jesus door Christ. Uh, now, don't put words into me. I'm not saying next door. I'm saying in the same vicinity. I did say street. It's handy I'm... for stuff like, because I don't really know anyone out on the road I live on. And there's times to nod. I don't, I don't do that thing of having Amazon dropping parcels off at them because I don't want them to think, right, well, we can do the same with him. And then I'm suddenly getting hassled with parcels and everything. So, uh, yeah, exactly. Oh. Is that for us or is it for the neighbours? Have we oh. ordered something? Yeah. Or are we just turning into a warehouse for next door? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I don't, um, I don't want to get into that. But they'd be nice, that, that'd be good. Or if you want to go away and you can trust someone to feed the cats. Who, who feeds the cats when you go away? One of Suzanne's mates. All oh, right. Um, and she's good, reliable. But it'd just be nice, maybe, to have someone who you really know. You know, if... 
if there's something more important as well that like you need someone close by, I don't know. But you can't you can't pick and choose. If you're going to have a mate, you've got to have a proper mate, and you've got to like. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want that hassle. Do you ever think you get to an age where you go, I've done it now, or I've got enough mates, or I've got exactly the quota? Well, they say. I, I said. I remember saying ages ago. Do you need? I think I, I, I said. I said about Snow White. Having the seven dwarfs, yeah, and she had it all covered, right. So should you have more than seven? Because she had every every type of person there, didn't she? If you if you wanted like a bit of a laugh with the grumpy one, yeah, she got in touch with him. Someone who's happy, she had an happy. Um, who was reliable out of that seven? I can't, who was the reliable one? I can't remember all the names. No, it's one of them. There wasn't it? reliable, was there? I'm trying to think about reliable friends, trustworthy friends. There was one that was... There's one that's sneezing a lot. I don't know what yeah, the point was. Yeah, he had a permanent cold. Coronavirus. Yeah, Google this a as well. What's going on? One with glasses, it was like He was a doc, wasn't he? Doc. Was he a doc, sir, or was that he just... He was the one that wasn't called a, uh, an adjective, I think. Yeah. The others were all something in it. Oh, well, what right. was the one that had, like, ears who was like... Dopey. You... Was he dopey? Yeah. Is that what he was called? Yeah, he was, wasn't he? Let me Google this after I've right. God, we need to have There's like, a lot. Just I know, lot of Googling I know. first. Let's get the Ant and Deck thing sorted first. We're going to sleep tonight first. We rely on that too much now, I think. What, producer? No, just um, <laughs> just Google. I know. They used to, but they don't anymore. So right, thank you. It's just for clarification, Ant and Deck did used to live right yeah, near each to. other. I wonder how long that anymore. lasted before they were like, this is too much, this. Do you think it was after all the crash thing they went? Oh, Do you know what? Oh, right. Good advice here. You should move. Just have a little bit of a break. A bit of a, yeah, then, it might have been. Then maybe you come back together and your relationship will be even stronger. I don't know. Just making stuff up now. Well, pretty much. Just just thought. We'll cut yeah, that bit out. Cut that out. <laughs> we could have gone there. We could have gone there. We yeah. didn't. Do you ever get invited to dinner parties, Carl? Not anymore. Why? Um... um because you turn them down too much, or, or have you been? I've I've done a couple. Um, Via like Suzanne's mates or your mates? No, no, it was my mates. Um, I think I prefer to just eat if I'm eating. I want to enjoy the food that I'm eating rather than that sort of thing of eating and talking and food. too much. That's when you end up biting your tongue and all that because you. you Try to do too much in one go. I love my food, and it is nice to see a bit of company now and again. I don't have to do the two together, and I certainly don't want a lot of people all in one go. I like, uh, you know, I like seeing someone and then seeing them having a catch up, then moving on to someone else. I could never do that sort of come dine with me business. Oh God, no! Where you know, I, I, I don't get that. I don't, uh, and I don't cook, by the way. I'm not into showing off. A lot of people like doing it because they go, oh, let me cook you my latest dish that I've learned and all that. And no, there's none of that. There's no, there's no, I, I don't, and I can't enjoy having people in my house because I, I'm not thinking, oh, they haven't took the shoes off. They haven't took the shoes off. But Suzanne's like, you can't, if they don't take the shoes, people don't want to take the shoes off. Some people are funny about that. Um, but then again, is your out? It's my, I know, and I tell you things like that. I've, I've, you know, when you, I, I watch a lot of that, um, you know, out in the country and yeah. place in the sun. People just 
walk into people's houses that they haven't bought yet, but they, they, their houses in the country for sale. And then they go walking in. They've been out in the country, mud on the shoes, and they go wandering straight into in. someone's house. Straight away, I'm like, why aren't they taking the shoes off? Mm. They haven't bought it. They haven't bought yet. it yet. It's not theirs. Yeah. And yet, just take your shoes off. And they might not. So I can't enjoy people in my house because even my dad can be heavy-handed. Um, so again, I prefer to... Make it make more of an effort and say, I tell you what, let's rent a cottage or something and have like a night together and we can have a drink and a chat, order a takeaway, keep your eat shoes that, on. keep the shoes on if you want, because yeah. it's normally in a cottage thing, it's like stone floor yeah. thing. Uh, you know, have a nice time, get up the next day, gone. Whereas if people stay over in your house, they get up, what time are they going to be leaving? Are they going to be hanging up? around? Are they going to have a lie in? Well, this is it. Because... Breakfast. Yeah. I was out, I was in um, the Yorkshire Dales ages ago, right? And uh, I got there and I said to the B&B woman, I said, oh, what time is breakfast? On a, on a, I think it was a Saturday morning. She went, it's between 9 and 9.30. I went, that's not a big window. I, I said, and I said... So not I before 9, no, it's no, just no. literally... It's between 9, nine and 9.30, which Ooh. is quite a strict... Window for breakfast. Yeah. So I, already I'm going to sleep going, I'm scared I'm going to miss breakfast. Yeah. And I wanted to have a nice sleep because I'd been out. I've never heard of a half-hour window for breakfast before. Never. It's full on, no. isn't it? So hang on, so this is a... Other people are in there. Yeah. So everybody, that wasn't just your window. No. Everybody's no. dashing down there. Yeah, but you've got to remember how many was there. Let's say there's... Six rooms, but that's still... That's still... A, it could be, like, two in each room. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of people yeah. all to be suddenly at And a when I was down there, there was four other people, and then as I was leaving, somebody else was coming in right on the 9.25. Did they get a look? I think, I don't know. I got my paper and went out. But they were cutting it fine, weren't they? <sighs> yeah. So because of that, I didn't have the best night's sleep because I'm worried about... Missing the cook, that. The cooked breakfast. And yet that's meant to be a bit of a treat, isn't it? Exactly. Going away and having a night. But as I get older, it's like I do like my own space and I think I'll have weekends away here and there, but it's for Suzanne. It's not really for me. Can you relax when you go away? No, I can't because it's not my own bed. It's not my own pillar. Would you not see it as a treat? Like, oh. For just... Suzanne, I do. I sort of go, this, this, is, this is keeping her happy. It's something different. It's something for her. She doesn't have to cook because we can sit and have something to eat. But I'm a, I'm a bit kind of all over the place because a bit of me is like, I don't like change, but I also need change. Exactly, yeah. Because it drives me mad when I don't. So it's this weird thing. And I remember having it when I was younger. In fact, I knew that I could never do a job that... Do you know, like back in the old days, you had people who... Whatever job they did, they did for life. Yeah. Suzanne's dad was the same. I think he had like two jobs in his life. Yeah. And I remember um, being a kid. I mean, my mum always watched Coronation Street. Mike Baldwin with that factory. Yeah, the Nicker factory. Years. Yeah. Years. Yeah. Never had a change. Did quite well for himself. Could have put his money into something else. Same factory making knickers. And I always thought I could not do that. I knew even at a young age, I'm talking nine or ten yeah. here, going, I don't want that. And yeah. he's successful. Yeah. He had a, he, he had, had a, the leather coat and all that. He always a, was the posh man with the cigars. Jaguar. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The jag. <laughs> but I thought I'd rather forgo 
the jag and the cigars. And the coke. It's like, and that factory was so miserable. They had that little room. You could constantly hear the machines going. Constant, horrible, it? Oh. Horrible. And I thought, I don't want that. I don't. I always want a change. I don't know what I want, but I don't want. I don't that. want that. <laughs> yeah. And it's been that thing though, where I always want a change. But what's happened? I'm at that point at the minute where I don't know what the change is. I can't do what I've done. I need something new, but I don't know what it is. And we all, we all need routine. I know this sort of. There's some people who sort of say routine's a killer or something. Um, met some bloke who told me that. Um, but we need some sort of structure. Yeah, I know. It's like children. Yeah. They need a routine and they need structure. But as we get older, we can be loosened. We can loosen ourselves from the routine if that's what we need. But a little bit of structure helps, doesn't it? Yeah. I think. Per- yeah. Personally, for me, I think it does. For someone who does something that I do that is so unstructured and so kind of unreliable, you know, from day to day, from yeah, job to job. Yeah, but at least, but what's good is you're sort of doing bit of a different job you might be in a different program or with this you're meeting different people mm. in different locations it seems perfect really um but saying like that, Griffith, you know, i think he's, he's got the perfect job why because he's he's involved in something that's like people are enjoying he, he's moving about himself yeah he's got no pressure on him as long as this is recording he can sit there he could sit there with his eyes closed he could have a little sleep and you wouldn't you wouldn't know do you, do you know what I mean? It's because he doesn't not allowed to speak, is he? No, so. no, but, but it's like it's it's a really good like you might know what I'd be in the mood. I don't know who you're meeting next, but say if you kind of like, do you know what? I'm not in the mood to meet them today. But there's a bit of pressure on you, yeah, to sort of show a bit of interest or whatever. Well, especially when it's taken me so long to book all the guests. It's funny you say that because I was feeling this before Christmas, and it was dead cold. We were in Manchester, and we'd done a couple in the day, and then I think. Someone had to drop out, so I was like, oh, right, great. Now I've got to wait until this last one of the day. And it was the last one of the year, and I was just one up for it. It's bad, would, that, though, isn't it? And I was it's going, not the person's fault. No, it's no, just it's, you. you. It's yeah. me and my situation. But do you know what? This person then walked into the room, and I'd never met him before, and I went, oh, this is going to be great. And all of a sudden I felt... But hey, what did they say before, though, about having friends who you've not met and then get rid of You don't have to see them again. No. You can meet them, get on with them and go, that was a good experience. I'll remember that because it was nice. Off you go. Let's see who else is out in the world who yeah, we can meet. But it changed me from being, being, I don't know if I've got it in me. And you know what I'm like? I don't want to put anything out that isn't no, like, that no. I'm not proud of. Yeah. So I was going, oh, God, I've got to kind of dig deep and muster. And I didn't have to because the conversation kind of flowed, but it changed me, you know, but it was a nice feeling. Yeah, but it's good because you're doing, it's kind of the same job, but it's not the same job. I need something like that. I need something where I can dip in. It doesn't take over my life. I can enjoy a bit of time off in between them, but I've got something to do. Yeah. You know, all right, I've got me origami. I can give that a go for a bit. That'll kill some time. It's the winter months as well that, you know, I was out in the garden yesterday. It's sort of in between the rain and that getting a bit wet. And I enjoyed it, but it's just this weather. It does not work for me, this. Well, the first few months, it's January's shit. a drag. I'm t- I'm, it's not, no one, this is shit, this. It's horrible. Gets me down. Well, um, no one's going out. No one's got any money. No one wants to do anything. They just want to stay in and put the heating on. But it's endless. I watch the weather and it's like the same shitty weather at the minute. I mean, is it global warming or what? I, 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 don't, I don't know. I've no idea, but whatever it is, it's a bloody mess. 
Yeah, it's it's um, and I keep thinking about moving, moving abroad. Did I mention that last time? Yeah, we did touch on it. Really? Yeah, Do you think still, you can handle that? Suzanne's like, look, all right, it might be sunnier, but are you just going to be the same? Are you still going to be restless? Are you still going to be? I've got to clean. Is it? Are you just going to take the same life to somewhere with sun? But I think it. Just I don't know. I, I, I like the idea of it. Why don't you try it out? Why don't you do a, a trial period? Because uh, then, then there's nothing to lose. It's like an ex- go on an extended holiday. Yeah, but it's not the same. That's holiday, isn't it? Holiday's different. Yeah, than no. Living. But if you go right, do you know what? We're going to move here and we're going to have three months, and then we'll see. As a little dip my toe in the water and see if this would be a possible viable move. still dipping your toe in, isn't it? It's like when you see people on Place in the Sun and they're going, we're buying a place, we're moving out here. Have you been here before? Yeah, we did a week once last summer. We loved it. It's like, this is not a holiday. This is not, you're not going to be on the beach every day and you're drinking cocktails every night. You've got to get on with a normal life. You'll be going to the shop, you'll be doing the washing and it's that thing of, what is it I'm trying to chase here? I'm, I'm, I'm after the dream, but I don't really know what that what the dream, dream is. What the dream is, and I've said it before. It's that thing of what you think's a dream. Is it? Is it as good as you think? And then you get it, and you're ah. Oh, can we move back? No, we can't move back. And it's going to be a big upheaval to move cats. It's hard. They're not doing another flight back. They might get through one flight. They're not doing two. It's yeah. they hate it. Talk about something who likes the routine. They're like a, they're like the structure. They're definite. Yeah. So. And it's, did I tell you that I had a bloke who read my arse and he was like... No. Yeah, I met this... He read your arse? Yeah, it was what, a like a called, tarot reader? Yeah, yeah, it's called Rumpology. <laughs> Go on, explain <laughs> more. And he, 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 um, he, he came out that... Um, I was going to move to Italy. Whereabouts? He's not that good. <laughs> no, he, 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 broke it, he broke it down to like the... The uh, the country and that and and it was weird because we talked about Italy yeah and uh, <laughs> and Suzanne wanted to go to uh, Puglia which I thought was weird that it's like poo right okay yeah, base little, but carry yeah, on yeah. I know I know but it was weird it <laughs> yeah. was weird and um, that's actually quite nice Puglia by the way it is not yeah. it. so yeah. it's it's this thing that I was like as it is onto something here. He's definitely... Why, where, how has he got that? Of all the things that he could have said to us... Yeah. It's pretty weird, isn't it? Yeah. That is something that we do want to do. And now now I'm sort of thinking, do I, do I, do, do I really want it? Because that's what I've always wanted. But now I'm a sort of almost taking advice off my arse. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's what I my arse once. And it's a weird thing that which came first. But I keep thinking about it. Because it's like, does he know... Does is, was does, what does he know? What does he know that I don't? Yeah, but my ass does. But my ass does. <laughs> so that's that's always there. Every day when it's been like this, I'm I'm saying, come on, let's have a look on like right move. What's what have they got in Puglia? Let's have a look, and you find stuff. And but it's a big thing. Our mums and dads are still alive, and you sort of go, we move there, and one of them gets ill. Then what do we do? And do you know what I mean? You can't. You never. I tell you what. I met another bloke who called Daniel Swalo, and I keep in touch with him. I met him on my travels, and he was a bloke who gave up money. He, he get, right, he, go on. He, he got a bit fed up. To me, he got fed up. He got fed up with life. Right. And he, he, he was saying, um, got a bit depressed. There was too much pressure on. 
you know, life's all about you've got to make money, you've got to make money, money's the answer and all that. And he just got to a point where he was like, it isn't. It's actually money that's stressing everyone out. And I think he said something like he had, uh, it's American, and he had like, I think he said he had $5 left in his back pocket. And it was even stressing him out what to do with that last $5. Right. So he just put it in a, he went in a phone box or something, put the $5 in there, and he felt really free. He was like, that's it, I've got no more money. So I just, it, everything goes back to basics. And he found money, um, he found like food in bins. I mean, you've got to remember it's in America where there's a lot of waste there. And he found that if he went around the back of a pizza place, cold pizzas that people had ordered and then not picked up were put in the bin. So he got pizzas There's out of bins dinner. and they were eatable. I mean, not scraps. These are like nothing old wrong pizzas. with stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not even old. So the one we found was still a bit of warmth to it and all that. He'd find clothes in dumpers. You know, he'd move around America. So in the winter months, he'd go to where it's warmer. Where well, was he living in his car? No, he just lived in like woods and stuff because. In America, you, you can travel, can't you, on a bus for next to now? And he could hitchhike. He, you know, people would give him money. He, I don't think he ever begged, but he found that people, when he told people a story, sometimes he'd sort of go, there's some money to get from A to B. If he told them that he wanted to get on a bus, they'd help him. He said there was always answers there. But he was still using money. Even yeah, but only, not, it was something, he had it right. It was something like, he never asked for it, but if it was offered, he could take it. Right, so he had a strict set of rules. He had some rules, yeah, because I was like, well, hang on, you're relying on people. And he's like, well, not really, no. If people wanted to help, I ne he never actually begged, but it came to him. And I was saying, like, I'm stressing out, what, you know, we're going to be hungry later. Where are we going to get food from? And he said, you you're worrying. He said, the whole point of this way of life is... Don't worry, because the answer will come. Like, whatever problem you've got, it will sort itself out. And we live in a world where we're worrying about the future, and you might not even be here in the future, yet you're worrying about a time, you know, like pensions and stuff. Yeah. It's like, you might die before you even get to that pension age. And there was something really freeing about it. I, I really, and that's why I've kept in touch with him, because... Is he still? Is he still on that? He's path? still at it. But the interesting thing is, that's why I was getting onto it. What did you just say? That he still used money, or I'll tell you what it was. And I was saying, if I moved to Italy, my mum and dad and all that. Yeah. And the thing is, I emailed him recently, and his whole thing was being free, being free from stress. And I emailed him because he's got an email account because he'd used libraries and stuff like that. A free email, and he'd go into a library and log on for free. And he. Um, and he sent me back a message saying he's had to move back in with his mum because his dad died and she's really old. I hope he, I don't think he'll mind me telling you this because he, he does a blog and stuff as well to people who are interested in his way of life. Right. But, um, yeah, but I found it interesting that there he is. I always thought he was the freest man in the world and yet there's always something, isn't there, that's going to... Pull him back. Pull him back. Yeah. And he's had to do it because it's his... It's his mum. And he's a decent person. And he's obviously. a decent person. Yeah, yeah. So you never, if you're a de you, you can't have that life of being totally free. And I thought he had it. So a bit of me was like, oh, maybe it's not, it's not possible. There's always going to be something that means you can't do what you want to do. But he was close to it. I really liked him. And at times when I'm fed up and like this, like this weather's been getting me down, he can just like jump on a greyhound bus move and go to west coast yeah. or whatever 
um, just move about, see different things in the world, move to, you know, we, we sort of, the more money you make, you almost like anchor yourself down because you buy a house and you buy stuff to put in that house. And before you know it, all this stuff is just holding you down. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So in a way, I, 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 I've got a bit of, um, you know, I always sort of think, oh, would it be a bit of a nomad? If, uh, Do you think you could survive being a nomad? I don't, I don't know. There's just something. Suzanne sort of always goes, oh, knobhead, you mean? Yeah. But like, there's something about that thing of just being, people always say like live in the moment and all that, don't they? And well, I don't think I like that, but a bit of it excites me. Yeah. The idea of like, where are we going to be next week? Don't know. Don't know. But What's we've got is? the freedom just yeah. to go, let's go there. It's funny because you're restless at the moment, but you're also anchored. It's horrible. So there's... Yeah, and I think everyone's in that thing. Everybody's got a dream that they're chasing for, but it's almost like it's, it's how many people get it and how many people are happy when they get it. Everyone's messed up at the minute, aren't they? I'm always like listening to different people and listen, that's what's good about your podcast. You know, hearing, sometimes I don't know who you're talking to, I don't know some of these people, but you hear the story and it's just interesting hearing where people are with the life and all that and stresses and, you know... All that stuff, and it just seems everybody's a bit mental at the minute. Everyone's like lost, aren't they? Everyone's I think everybody has a, a a a certain moment of just being lost. Yeah, but sometimes I think that's all right because I think that's quite as part of the human condition that we're all to put their hands up and go. Do you know what? I'm a bit lost, and I don't really know what to do. And I don't really. It's a bit like you at the moment going, "I'm dead restless." I kind of don't want to do anything, but I want to do something, but I feel like I need to do something, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I know. So therefore, what are we doing? Are we overthinking? I don't know. Do you think you're overthinking this, Carl? Because it seems something that's quite weighing heavy on your mind at the moment. I'm... Well, because you get one go at life, don't you? You want to make sure you're not wasting it that's 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 the thing you know i don't believe uh like you get another go and all that you get this one go and i was watching um a video the other day on youtube of you know christopher hitchens yeah really brainy bloke and i I always sometimes i i I just like listening to brainy people i haven't got a clue what they're going on about sometimes but I, i admire like the the way they can just say what they think and it's worded perfectly. Do you know do you know the Stephen Fry types and all that? Yeah. Love that. Wouldn't well, you love to like, love to be like that? Christopher Hitchett. He's 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 like that, but on this video, it's before he died, like a couple of weeks before he died. Yeah. And he was on this stage talking and he still had his brain he had cancer and that, but his brain wasn't affected. Uh, his voice was a bit. But he was so passionate about the stuff he was talking about and it's like right up it's close to death. And yet he's still like loving what he was doing. Yeah. So it makes you sort of watch it and go, shit, he's dying there. And look at him. He's loving every minute. And I'm pissing about here. And maybe, you know, Suzanne's right when she's, or whoever's saying stop cleaning. I, sh- I can do the cleaning, but I need something else to make sure I'm, I, I don't know, I'm doing something worthwhile, I think. I haven't got kids. So it's not like I can say, well, I'm bringing up the kids and uh, I'm teaching them stuff. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got cats. She can't even teach them tricks. 
It's not like a dog. They just look at you, don't they? So it's like, what am I doing on the planet? What am I doing now? What can I do? And right. that's, that's, the, that's the point that I'm at at the minute. I don't know what I'm meant to be doing. And there's, like I say, there's Hitchens and all that crowd, Stephen Fry with the good brains. I think it's too late for that. I can't get to where they are. But is that something you aim for? Is that something you want I would have be? loved it, honestly, but I, I, I can't... As we start, I don't know even if we were recording at the beginning, but when you, well, when we were talking about me and concentration levels are shit, and I try and watch the news and take stuff in, because it's like, if you know what's going on in the world, you know, that's that, you know you're part of the world, you should know what's going on around you, yeah. you have to talk to other people about what's going on. But... It's too. Just, it's just like loads of distractions. I get told to turn the radio off, like from when I'm on the school run and stuff like that. Why? Because my little boy can't handle it. Well, he because goes, distractions goes, and noise. Well, he gets distracted very easily, but it's more about the content. He's going. Can we not have this on first thing in the morning? He said. What, someone's depressing? just. Yeah. Yeah. He said, "Why has he just been stabbed?" Why is this murder happening? What's the coronavirus? What are you listening to in the morning? That's not to just that when it comes on the FM, when it, when it comes on the news. What, if radio it, four or something. If it's on radio telly. four, or if it's on uh, radio six, they always have the news on, and he just finds it really depressing. And I'm going, actually, do you know what? You're right. You're right. Let's just. This is not the way to kick off I the know, day. To be honest, I used to be like that. I used to be like turn it off. But then people go, you can't. You, you shouldn't do that because it's not good to just. But I do have to explain to an eight and a half year old boy what's going on. Yeah, it's not good for an eight year old to know what's going on and why someone's been stabbed in the head. That an imagination sort of blows so many things out. I tell you what, though, I'm impressed that he's listening to it because me at eight wouldn't be taking that in. Oh, he's a little elephant. I mean, he. Well, I could be whispering something over here to Griff. Elephants forget, don't they? They've got big ears, though, haven't they? Oh, right, okay. (laughs) Did he forget or did they never forget? They never forget. Griff? Google that. <laughs> they, they, never they never forget. So he can hear everything. He go, what's that? Oh, he can hear everything. They listen. He's like a proper little sponge. Hears everything. Like the other day, well, this will go out afterwards. So I'm kind of bunking him off school mm-hmm. next week for a couple of days because we've got a few little things, arty cultural things to do right. in Manchester. That's good. And uh, you know, I think he'll learn learn more there than at school. Definitely. Well, you would think. And. Um, he said, so what are you going to... We were walking back the other day, and she said, so what are you going to say? Just go, I'm just going to, you know... I'm going to say, you're, you're not very well. Yeah. And you just... I'm just keeping you home for a bit. And he went, but what what, like, what exactly are you going to say? I said, I haven't worked it out yet. I'll just word the email hmm. in a way that's kind of concise. You might have the coronavirus. Well, Everyone's getting funnily that. Enough, use it, use funnily it. enough, he went, why don't you tell him I've got the coronavirus? <laughs> and obviously... That's he, impressive that he he's took that, that in. Up, he picked that up from the radio. And I said, I said, I can't really, I've got to keep the lie quite small, Hardy. You know, I can't really say the yeah, coronavirus. And, and then he went, and he panic, went tell him I've got diarrhea. Well, that'll shut it down straight away. That's, yeah, so yeah. I said, well, that's, I said, it's a, I said, that's an option, but we'll see. I said, just leave it with me. But again, he heard everything about the coronavirus and he was having a trip. He's actually, at the time I'm recording now, he's in Italy, he's in Rome. And his I, choice or his arse? <laughs> <laughs> I'll have well, to ask. He's in Rome. That's an amazing place. Isn't yeah, it? exactly. So he's doing all beautiful things there. And I've just been sent some photos and videos. But the the day before he was flying, we took him out for lunch and we were just talking. And he was saying, uh, "Oh, like you know, Mum says we've got to, like have hand wash and all that and 
put masks on for the plane. He said, and he got right freaked out about the plane, the coronavirus. Yeah. And suddenly he shut down. And he went, no, because I've heard all about it on the radio about the coronavirus and people that I don't want to go. And he right dug his heels in, going, I don't want to go. And I was got, starting to get a bit paranoid that he was going to have not, a little freak out about it. it. So, so, so knowing stuff. And it's not like he's seen that on the telly because we don't really have. When he has the telly on, it's his time to like watch half an hour or something or a little film. Yeah. He's not watching BBC News twenty four or whatever. So he's got that from the radio. From the radio. And his little mind and imagination. But it's still is good just... that he's he's taking it in because I, like I say, I, I was saying right, it's that thing of I watch the news and I'm trying to take it in. I'm not eight, so I can't just shut my ears off. I should know. Do you know what I mean? I'm, yeah. I'm getting old. But I struggle all the time of, you know, there's just another distraction or something going on in my head or even the news on the telly doesn't make it easy for you in the way that, and it never used to be like this and I don't know whose idea it was, but that thing on the news of, you'll have Hugh Edwards there telling you stuff, but there's, there's people fucking about in the background. Yeah. Business, lots of business going lots on. Lots of shit going on. Yeah. And that, that for me, is takes me way off what Hugh's saying. Yeah. You see some bloke, you can see, I start looking going, oh, look, he's finishing his shift. The fellow at the back, he's got his rucksack on. Yeah. No, sometimes it's rucksack <laughs> yeah, because the off. news has started and he's picking up his, like, coffee cup thing and he's saying goodbye. And I'm watching that. And I don't know who decides, why, why is it a glass war why isn't that uh it never used to be like that mcdonald never had that nope. it was just a black thing and it now and again it had a picture on the left of the t next news story or whatever but we we constant it's like this there's already enough distractions without seeing you know chris finishing his shift or whatever and it's it's stuff like that i can't i, I can't just focus now I've, I've i'm doing this thing where i'll repeat if the newsreader's saying the story, I'll repeat it in my head of what he's saying. To keep focus. To keep it in. It's like nothing's getting... This is definitely going to go in, and I'm repeating it, and it's like that helps a little bit, but it's hard work. It's really... Like, this is tiring, sort of working like this. What about turning the colour all the way down and then just having the sound of the news so then we don't have the distractions of the backdrop? Or <laughs> you put subtitles on, then you just focus. Then you just focus on the subtitles. Subtitles are good. Subtitles are good. Mm. I could do that. I'm trying to think of a solution to this. There's a woman with a vacuum outside. That's annoying, isn't it? Really annoying. Should we go and tell her? No, 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 don't, because she's only doing a job, isn't exactly. she? But it's kind of. Not in a nice way. She'll be finished in a minute. These, these Is it are... really loud, that? Was it all right? All right, it's just bothering me, but it's. Uh... <laughs> It's all that. It's all that. I'm trying. I'm, I, we were talking about Stephen Fry. Yeah. It, I'd love that, but we're not all wired the same. We haven't all got the same brain. You no. You've just got to try and make the best of what you've got. Well, and, everything would be a bit boring if we were, wouldn't it? Yeah, and the world wouldn't work. You know, you do have to have your, you know, your div kids and your, your brainy people and all that, just for mixing it up. And, and also tastes. Everybody's got different tastes. tastes. So important. I know, I know. But that's been the other problem, the, the change, because I've changed, I think, over the years, because of the different jobs, you're constantly changing. Um, they say, like, you're... Uh, 
is it every seven years or something, you're like a different person because your cells are changing. That's why a lot of relationships end after seven years because you're right. kind of a different person. Yeah, every that makes sense. Um, and it's weird how, like, people listen to the old podcast that I used to do or, with, you know, with Ricky and Steve or Idiot Abroad and all that. And here's me trying to do something different. But people are like, oh, I prefer that. Do more of that. And it's like, I'm not, I'm not that. And also, I'm not doing it for, with all due respect, I'm not doing it for you. I know, but you can, again, you can't say yeah, that. Of course you can't. I know that. But, but in a way, if you look at everything from, because you used to do milk round. Do you do milk round? Paper, no, paper round. Paper, paper. Did, yeah, so yeah. look at the paper yeah. round, right through to all the radio stuff, then the podcast stuff. I know. Then the travelling. Loads of stuff. But it's, it's all... Mixed. And it's, it's all, spaced. It's all different. So there's been a constant search. Yeah, and different, for different ages. Things. But people don't want you to. It's like they, they, they look at me like I'm Homer Simpson or something. That It's this thing that doesn't age. Do you know what I mean? So stay in that box. If Homer, Homer, if Homer was real, he'd probably be all right by now. Do you know what I mean? The kids will have grown up. He'd have a different life with Marge. His brain would have changed. He changed as a person. But he doesn't change in the Springfield world because he's a cartoon. Yeah. And I think people look at me like that. It's like, do more of that. It's like, well, I couldn't. I couldn't. If you want, Even if I wanted to, I'm not that person because it's 20 years old, some yeah. of that stuff. Or 10 years old. And I don't know what you were like 10 years ago, but I'd hope you've changed a bit because you do, don't you? Very different, I would. I mean, actually, I've thought about that, especially over the last year. And yeah, I definitely have. Yeah. For sometimes for the worse, sometimes for the better. Things just, you know... I like to think for the better, but, you know, that's but, not for me to decide. No, well, but that is, that is it, though, isn't it? You do change... I get less, um, you know, as you get older, I do think you become a bit set in your ways, and as much as you try not to be and try and be open-minded, you do get a bit kind of, oh, I don't like that, I don't like that, man. I don't want to try that. You know, Suzanne's got some new things, I'm always a little bit worried about trying it. You know, um... What and like in what? Just simple. I'm talking small things. I mean, I'd I was in uh, Marrakesh a couple of weeks ago. We just had a little short break. How do you How do you find Marrakesh? Because that's quite full on. It's really full on. Did you I, go in the square? The Medina. Yeah. Mm. So in the daytime, got a bit it's arsy, one thing. Got a bit arsy with them. Um, I said to her, I said, "Look, I'm all up for a bit of sun because this." You sure that vac is... I, 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 why is it so loud, that vac? It's like someone's drying their hands on a Dyson thing. It's so loud for the vac. Um, no, Qual- don't tell him, honestly. Quality don't, vacuum. Don't say anything. Just, as long as it's all right, I'm just hoping that... It's not a big hallway out there. I don't no, know why. it'll be done in two seconds. Um, so anyway... Go on, um, Marrakesh. Marrakesh. I said to Suzanne, I said, look, it'll be nice to get some sun. All right, let's go away. But only for a few nights. That's all we need, a bit of sun. Who picked Marrakesh, Suzanne? She did, yeah. Because it's not that far and it was guaranteed sun. Anyway, um, how was it? Nice enough hotel. I said, look, uh, it'll be like Egypt. I've been to Egypt and it's a pain in the arse. It's not restful. It's full on. People grabbing you and all that. Um, I remember like being in Egypt filming and I was like, I'm not up for that. Yeah. So um, we went and I said, but let's not go out that much. Let's just enjoy the little room and have some nice food. And uh, she said, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we got there. And she said, but I have booked us a day out. And I was like, oh, you shit house. Do you know what I mean? I was like, this is why you're telling me now, because I need time to get used to that idea. Anyway. Do you think, do you think she kept it from you on purpose? I, I, maybe she was just waiting to see 
if she tells me too much in one go, she knows that I get all like, oh, let's not go anywhere. Yeah. Where she knows that if I'm, if she kind of like, right, well, it'll be fine. We'll get on the plane and that'll be all right. And you'll get there and we'll be picked up and it'll be fine. And once we're there, it's like she breaks news to me sort of slowly. <laughs> so anyway, so she was like, you happy? You enjoying it? I'm going, yeah, it's good. This sun's out. It's brilliant. And uh, enjoying like all these tasty breads and all that. I'm going to drink. And she was like, uh, we go in, uh, got a spa. A lot, I like a massage because I've got a bad back. Do you like a massage? I do, yeah. I really do. I would have thought you'd have been... I was at first. Right. And then I had a couple and I was like, what was I worried about? This is lovely, this, because I've got a bad back as well, so I always feel really nice. Um, I have like a salt scrub. Have you had one of them? Have, have you had a hammam? Oh, what? A hammam. What's that? Well, that's what what they do in North Africa. I think I saw that on a door, but I didn't ask what it was. Right, so you strip down. Oh, forget that. <laughs> down to now? Eh, yeah. No, I can't do that. Well, I think I might have had like some sort of like small nappy on at oh, the yeah. time. It was a long time ago. Yeah. I was in the Atlas Mountains, and we'd been trekking around right. the Atlas Mountains on a, like, a tiny donkey. Very painful. Yeah, I, I had blisters. They How did... long were you on it for? Like all day, off and on. Oh, forget like a trek that. around the Atlas Mountains on a on a on a little donkey. It was it was terrifying at times. I'm not gonna lie. And then I was all like, oh, baked and sweating and aching and blistery. And then I went into this room and you kind of get hosed down and then just sort of like quite battered. And it's, this is the hammer ham. It is a hammer ham. Yeah, oh. it's quite rough. I'm sure there's more to it than that, but. Yeah, it's it's full on. You, you pump, and the idea is what that is just to, to waking you up. It's kind of, I think, sort of to relax the muscles. And again, I'm a novice and I'm not as educated of the hammam as I should be. But that was my experience from it. Anyway, go on, salt scrub. So I have a salt scrub and all that. It's just sort of um, cleans you out a bit, and uh, you know, just it's just relaxing. But anyway, so I liked all that, and then she was like, "Yeah, I booked as a." A day out tomorrow. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. She was like, no, no, not, not a full day. It was half a day. And we got a tour guide. And I was like, oh, how many of us are there? She's like, no, no, it's just a, a bloke on his own. And you two? Us two. Okay. So it's like, all right, that's not bad. That's not bad. I'm not, I'm not into all that follow the umbrella guide <laughs> oh, and all that shit. No. So, um, making friends on the, on the, the yeah, coach. Yeah, no, no. Where are you from? So, yeah, forget oh, it, forget no. it, forget it. <laughs> so, anyway, we were with him and it was all right for a bit. I went in and out of a few uh, mosques. Where was it? Like just in Marrakesh? Yeah. Right. Not that religious, but when you're on holiday, you get taken around churches and mosques and that, don't you? It's kind of like, I never look at these at home. I don't know why we're spending a day looking at these now, but let's go with it. It's a day out. Um, And then he texts us into the market, and it's all that, meet this man. Come and meet my friend. He makes carpets. Yeah. I was like, here we go, here we go. And Suzanne, shh, don't, don't be rude. I'm going, not being rude, but we didn't come here to buy a fucking carpet. Don't need a carpet. Anyway, we're in this place making a carpet. We've got us, we've got us on this thing making a carpet with some woman, and he's going, all these carpets are handmade. And he's like, not being funny, mate, you've got about 20,000 in here. I don't, be- I don't believe you. And Suzanne, shh, 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 shut up. And I'm going, look how many carpets. It's like fucking carpet world in here. And he's saying his wife made them. And he's like, this is bullshit. It's absolutely, this is bullshit. 
Anyway, she's going, shut up, shut up. I'm going, I'm not buying one. I'm not buying it. Don't get pressured because we, we told him, I, I was really honest at the beginning. I'm going, just so you know, we're not here to buy a carpet. And she's going, don't be rude. And I'm going, no, but I don't, at some point, is, we're going to have to tell him we don't want one. So I just want to shut that and, down. And if he sort of goes, they're not buying one, let's not waste our time. He's kind of like, that's fine. We can move that's on. fine. Let's, let's go. What yeah. else are you going to try and sell us? So we, we, we did that and I was like, that's that. But he carried on. And like I said, in the end, he was like making one and all that. And the fellow was going, no pressure, no pressure. You don't have to buy one. I was going, yeah, I've, to- I've already sold him. Not, not buying one. Definitely not buying one. They're lovely and everything. Lovely carpets, but we haven't come here for a, a carpet. Um, and he went from that into a shop where they made wooden boxes. And, and it's all this stuff. And it's just like, I said to the bloke, I said, no more shops. No more shops. And he was going, it's our culture. And Suzanne's going, you're being rude. And it's that thing of why he's being honest being rude we're in an odd place at the minute where i was i wasn't being rude what i was saying is i don't want any more of this so if there's nothing else to see away from markets let's let's go home now i'm not going to ask for any money back but i don't shop at home i use amazon so this thing of walking around a market and then what really pissed me off which is what they do over there and what i'd say if I'd, take, if I'd say anything here about Marrakesh for people listening, if you go, don't give money to them people who have like animals on chains and shit. And there's quite a lot of that. There's in a Medina. lot of that. And, and I spent the next day emailing animal, there's a, there's a charity out there called Spanner and another one called something, emailing them saying, can't you do anything about this cruelty stuff? Because there was monkeys on chains yeah, and the blokes really bunging sad. them on you on your back, and he's trying to get your picture for money. And I was like, I don't. I, it really stuff like that. I'm I'm shit with honestly. It really gets me down. So I was sending emails and I had emails back from these charities saying, "Oh, it's it's the culture," and it's kind of like, well, that isn't good. That isn't good culture to keep going. Do you know what I mean? We England used to have hanging. That's yeah. part of our culture, but we don't do it anymore because we really are, it's not that great. So get rid of that, and I'm guaranteed that tourists would have a nicer time not seeing this. And there were, I mean, I, I don't know if I'll make any difference, but if anything comes out of this podcast today, just don't give these people money, because no. if it stops, if people don't give them money, then that might end. Do you know what I mean? Well, you don't, wouldn't you? You so, hope so. There's, there's other ways of earning money. I know I mean, life's hard out there, but we you can, can do res- something else. We can, you know, be respectful of other people's culture, but when it affects us... In that way, yeah, it's not. It's not good. It's just you know. It's also like saying, well, you know, you know that bullfighting. It's part I of their don't. culture, but I don't want to see it. No, and most people don't want to see that cruelty. I, I don't. Not. I keep hearing different things. I listened to a lot of podcasts. And I heard one the other day about someone saying because I've cut back on meat recently. I've gone a bit flexitarian. It's right. called. Because I heard things about, oh, the meat's bad and there's cruelty and all that. And then you listen to another podcast and someone's going, yeah, but it's better to eat a cow than fish because a cow is big and that will feed more people than one fish. And it's like, it's pretty hard to know what the right thing is to do these days. There's an argument for everything, but there's never a good argument for cruelty. No. 
You know what I mean? It's just, there's, there's nothing you can say. Saying it's part of our culture, I, I, I don't get, go get rid of it then because it's a bit, bad bit of your culture. Yeah. It's, it's shit. Oh, well, we've and always it, done it. It's part, it's part of the culture and it's so historic and we you know. Forget it, get rid of it. Well, change. Yeah. As you said. And I've done well, me We bit. used to have hanging. Yeah. Yeah, we used to have it. It was it was fine for a bit, but now we've realised it's not it's not that yeah, good. It's not it that good. Really really work, that. Um, so yeah, so I spent the next sort of like I say day sending a few emails about that, and then it was the. Did he uh, carry on going around the shops after that, no, or did he cut no, it off? No, he did cut it short, and then he, the bloke apologised that about the shops, and I was like, "Look, don't apologise. It's fine, but it's not what 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 we wanted. We, of course, we want to see a bit of the colour of the." city and all that but shops are shops and i don't know how many like sandal shops and stuff they've got but i don't know how they're making money because it's like if you want a pair of sandals all right have a sandal stall but you go down a couple of shops and there's like three thousand more sandals and stuff it's like why aren't they talking to each other and saying we work together or you i'll sell sandals on a wednesday you sell them yeah or have one big one Yeah. yeah get together but it was that and teapots, like metal teapots. And I was just like, I don't want any of this. And so we didn't go out again. Did you not go back into the Medina at night? No, you know I heard it goes mental at night. We know it all changes. To what? It becomes uh, a huge restaurant with like lots of different stalls. So all that's there in the daytime, all the, the, the sellers and the, the monkeys on chain, that's all, that all goes and income all the food stalls. So it's like one big sort of floating restaurant in the middle of this Medina. But how long does it take to get an order then? If it's a, does, oh, do, no, there's do loads of little stalls. There's loads of little so it's stalls. not one massive table. Yeah, it's like, it's just like a, you know Moroccan street food type of thing. I think I'd just had enough. And, quite, and I thought there was going to be more of that at night. I thought it'd be even worse because that's when all the tourists are out. I thought there'd be monkeys everywhere and bears dancing. And Do you know what I mean? I just was like, I don't want to sit. It really does get me down, honestly, no, Craig. Out of, it's like... I can't think of anything else for a bit. And then you, you just feel bad going because you think, I'm, have, I just, have I just put money into this place that... I don't know, it just bothered me. I was like, I don't think I'd go there again. Have I become of part, am I yeah, part, of, the part of the problem? Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, I don't know why we even got onto that holiday. It was just... I suppose it was sunshine, getting sunshine. away from here. Yeah, well, getting away. Did, yeah. did you come back... Feeling a bit recharged, or were you a bit... I was always glad to get back. Um, good to do, I suppose. Different... different. Ch- Again, for Suzanne, because I know she likes to go away. She'd go away more, if it weren't for me. Um, you ever thought about going away by yourself, Carl, for a long weekend? God. I'm trying to think of something... I don't want to put it in the the category of well-being. On my own? Yeah. Without a phone. And just going somewhere like... I went last year to Copenhagen. Have I told you that? No. For a tiny little short break, and I went in this, this place that I walked to from the hotel. It was about an hour's lovely walk in Copenhagen. It was a beautiful, lovely day. It's weird, that. And I was going to the sauna. So it's a big sort of... Little sauna, there wasn't anybody there. So it's a sauna, right, mega, mega hot. And you're trying to stay in there as long as you can. Then you come out and you walk along this jetty and then you just jump into the river and it's deep and it's cold. And then you get out and you go back into the sauna. You kind of repeat that exercise. 
And then you look over to the right, and there's a little greenhouse, and there's a chef cooking, like, nice fresh fish, and then you get a bit of fish, and you sit on the jetty. You just do that for a day. Yeah? It's, uh, I maybe. can't imagine that would entice you, but I'm just telling you, I was quite... I suppose I was quite open to it, but I never thought about it before, because it wouldn't really be something that I would do. But I really enjoyed it. And did you did you know when you went there? Because I, I went to Copenhagen, and I had a totally different experience. There was an old woman in McDonald's, sat in the corner, really old woman, legs open, no knickers on. And it was it was horrible. It was re- and it sticks with me that, and I'm pretty sure that was Copenhagen. Uh, well, not in the not in the brochures <laughs> and stuff, but with your experience, yeah. did you know that's what you were going there? Yeah, I did because the director I was working with at the moment was from Copenhagen, and I was telling her, I kind of need, I want something, but I don't know what I want, but I want to go away. And she went, Have you ever been to Copenhagen? I said, No. And she went, there's a place near me that does this and it's dead nice and it's, it won't be as popular now. Because I went, if it's dead busy, yeah, I don't really want to get no, into a sauna no. like with loads, loads of people. Loads of fellas sat there. Well, it's not necessarily loads of fellas, just loads of people full stop because I kind of just want a bit of space. And if you're going to do something like that, you, I just kind of want to, I want it to be my little yes. journey. Yeah. I don't want to be sat with like eight people know, going, it's difficult going, though, isn't it? It's difficult because yeah, that's, that's really what like, happens to those things. Well, I can't just get into what the, the sauna. I don't and, know what the rules are. And just sort of lock. No. Lock the door. It's mine. I'm in. I'm in here for 40 minutes now. But I have to say, it's your own fault for going to McDonald's in Copenhagen to see... No, but to, to be honest, that was like years that. ago, and it, I was... Like I said, I've changed. Back then, it was kind of... I'm in Copenhagen. What's the food like here? Oh, but it's horrible. Let's, let's have a McDonald's. It's, it, I was that type of person who was scared of changing everything. And that, that's... I mean, the whole idiot abroad stuff and all that lot about travel... Steve wanted me to do it to broaden my mind, and, and it definitely has, because yeah. that, that was me before that. That's what I was like. There's a McDonald's, there's the Golden, golden Arches. It's going, they've got a McDonald's here. You know, that was, that was me. I wonder exactly if it's different. No, well, that's it, that's it. But um, that was me, whereas now I do... I suppose this is it. I have changed, so maybe I could go to Copenhagen again, but I've been put off because I'm thinking... I've been there, and I'm thinking of that woman who was... I always sort of said, was she there to sort of, you know, keep the flies out of the kitchen or something? <laughs> but it was, and I've never forgot it. I mean, it was a sight. It was something that I've, I've got of a memory of it. And all holidays and that are about memories, aren't they? Whether good or bad, I suppose. So I've got, I think it was there anyway. <laughs> but um, I think it'd be weird for me to go away on my own just because what's Suzanne doing? Does she go away on her own as well? And then we I meet somewhere in the middle. I or? don't know. I'm not, I'm just purely thinking about you and just doing something different and something that, slightly out of your comfort zone. I'm trying to think about what we first started talking about, about being restless and going, I need to do something. I've got to do something. I've got to do something. sometimes you've got to take yourself away or remove yourself from a certain situation to get a bit of clarity and see what's what. I think. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm not Stephen Fry or Christopher Hitchens. Yeah, but even they probably don't have all the answers. It's just that... Well, I don't think anybody does, do they? They've got more words to think about you know yeah i, d- I don't know I d- I d- it'll be it'll be interesting do you ever have people on this like three times it'll, this could be like seven up you know that program where you catch up and see what what's happened well i don't i don't know what's around the corner if we'll move to italy what work i mean i haven't got any work planned at the minute i, I sort of that 15 minutes thing is that up do you know what i mean the old um 
Well, that's constant, isn't it? Because it was a constant thing about that. Oh, is that it? Is that my time? Is that, have I done Yeah, that? and you do have to sort of, you know, you can't just keep going. But you're not. You're constantly kind of evolving. I know, but then you're not allowed to evolve. Yeah, but only people don't you, want you to well, evolve. No, but only Craig. if you listen to people. Yeah, but you. <laughs> but oh, you obviously haven't listened to people because you've been changing things up. I know, but maybe, maybe now I've got to go right. I've done a few different things. What is it I'm going to do out of there? Maybe you know you might have a a pick and mix. You know, but you're always going to have a favourite in that pick and mix. A box of you know the old Forrest Gump thing, last box of chocolate. You're still going to have a favourite chocolate in that box of chocolates, and I do think. The problem I've had is the things are different and for some people it's been too much of a a leap and they get confused. So people who watch, listen to me on the podcast or watch the travel stuff and then I did sick of it. Um, DVD's out now, by the way. That's why I thought I'd do this to promote DVD. You don't have to mention it again. That's the end of it. (laughs) (laughs) But listen, um, it's that thing of I did that because I wanted to do it, but people are like, ah, not the same. It's not the same. It's not. Well, no, of course it's not. The I know, same. but you can't. You're not allowed to move about. Does that frustrate you? Yeah, it really pisses me off. Because, like I say, I am changing, yeah. and I want to have a go at something new. But at the end of the day, it is the people who you sort of, uh, you know, you, you, your fan base or whatever who watch the stuff. Who watch the stuff? So you can't just do what you want, can you? You've got to like stick close to what you've built unfortunately. And they, they, they're right. They are right. When you change, you can only do little changes, I suppose. I suppose that the podcast to the travel thing was sort of similar. But the next leap is like... And I tell you, we are talking about Vax before. It's... Is it James Dyson? Yeah. If you think about him... He's the vac man, isn't he? He's, he's the vac man. It's the, and, he, but, and he had a change recently. He went from the sucking to the blowing. <laughs> no, he went from the vacs and now he's moved into air dryers. But it's yeah. the same. So it's, he, he, he did sucking, he's moved into blowing, but it's the same thing. And people accept when he brought out the hair dryer, it made sense to them. There's a trust there. There's a trust of it. He's the vac man. He, he was known as the vac man, the good vacs. What's he doing now? He's the vac man. Why is, what's he doing? He's doing something new. What's it? Oh, it's air dryers. Oh, that's still air. He's still air. He's electric and air. So they believed it. Do you know what I mean? They trusted him. He's keeping in the same ballpark. Yes. If he brought out a fucking a popcorn machine, they'd go, boo, get back to air. Get back to the, the tucking, the blowing. Wouldn't they, though? Honestly, he's so hard, Craig, to move on. He's so hard. And that's what's happening at the minute. I, it's kind of like, I'd quite want to do something new, but I know that people are going to be there going, oh, just do that again. So a bit of me is like, right, well, I can't do that again because I've done it and I've changed. So maybe I've just got to stop and maybe I've just got to go, my 15 minutes is up. Yeah, but we've already established you can't stop because you've got to do something. And yeah, I'm not yeah, ending I'm this talking... podcast till we find out what it is. <laughs> no, but there isn't, anything, there isn't anything at this moment in time. I'll have a go at my origami. And maybe it's not work, Craig. Maybe the work's dried up. Maybe I've just got to do something. Yeah, but the thing is, you've more or less always created your own work, really. In yeah, a way, in a yeah, way. Yeah, I know, but maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I've, I've, I've milked everything dry of what I can do because I'm not 
it keeps cropping up. You're Stephen Fry or whatever. I can't, I can't do anything. And I'm even limited. Do you know during promotion and all that, do you ever have to do much of that? Yeah. Well, I was thinking about it because I heard you a lot doing the promotion for shit series two. You're actually not. I am. Because I, I remember how much you didn't really like it during the first series. Yeah. And then, see, the thing about you is on promotion, you kind of talk about it a little bit and then you go off on, on, on another tangent, which is great for you because you feel more comfortable not yeah, talking but, about but it. Yeah, but then I'm told, don't do that. Yeah. Why did you talk about that? You but didn't like, even talk about You know about when you're on with Keevney? Yeah, Because yeah. it's like, because you've got a nice history with yeah, Sean. Yeah, yeah, so it was nice, it's just chatting. It's just chatting. Yeah, but that's a big part of the job now. No, I And know. I don't do social media. So if you can't promote what you do, people are kind of like, do you want him to do anything new? Because he doesn't really promote it. I, I kind of put stuff out there and hope they find it. But there's so much stuff now that if you're not some sort of gobshite who never shuts the fuck up on social media, then you, you don't stand a chance. Because no one knows you've even done anything half the time. Do you think it's just saturated? Because there's so much. Well, look, it's just that the world's different, that everything is on demand and there's so much of it that how does anyone know what I'm doing? But the way we... You know, we talk about us changing, like over seven to ten years and all that. The way we consume telly... Totally compl- different. ...completely changed now. No one's going, I'm going out, but I'm going to tape it and then I'll watch it when I come back. That's right, it's on a list. It's Listen, on a list of things. I might not get to forget it in six that. months. Forget, think about before that, before taping it, when it's like... You know, Thursday night, Dallas is on, who shot JR. It was everybody was it, and I'm, I wasn't a big... But do you know what I mean? That sort no, of a thing I know that everybody mean. was like, it's tonight. But those things, None of that's left. those... I don't know who coined the phrase water cooler moments. Yeah, that's right. But they're, they're a thing of the past now. I don't know what no one's, talking Because no about. one's all together watching it, and there's no, there's no 25 million people watching at 8.30. But it's just spread out. No. So I can't... Yeah, I'm not good at that side of it. And I think that is part of the gig these days. Do you not feel more settled second time around, though? No, I can't do it. Honestly, they say, can you go on chat (coughs) shows and stuff? And, um, you know, I like this. We're sat in a room. We're having a chat. Um, There's no audience. Didn't you go on this morning? This morning was... How was that? That's not bad, because I've been on there a lot, and... They're always sort of decent, and there's not loads of people. I can't do anything with a crowd. I cannot do a crowd, and I don't even know why there is a crowd to these things. Because I, I think it... In fact, you've done chats in front of a... Do you think that when you do a chat with someone in front of a crowd, mm. do you think it's as good as when I, there's not? I don't know. I used to find it quite uncomfortable, because I used to feel... I'm, I'm, well, my focus is there to, like, well, you know the hosts there yeah but then i've got there's loads of people out there watching so i i don't really know what to yeah. do do i play it here do i play it out there i just want to have i just want to that's what i don't like and nothing's no chat show is real anymore it seems to all be like about a laugh it's all about getting a laugh you know graham norton it's massive show and everything but it's kind of what's your anecdote this week you never you know like in the old days of parkinson when it was a chat yeah that doesn't happen anymore. Or even Wogan to an extent. Wogan did yeah. the same thing quite early, but it could be quite serious. And, I mean, there might have been an... Was there an audience on Wogan? Yeah, I think there was an audience on But maybe on now, Wogan. if there's an audience, it's like they're there to whoop. And... But there was an audience on Parky as well, if I remember yeah, rightly. Yeah, there might but have been, but, but it, it wasn't... Was, but again, as you're saying about change, completely different style of show. 
Yeah. To like something, you know, even, I mean, I don't think there's an audience for the one show, but the, I mean, I don't really know. No, it's all, it's kind of, right, thanks for coming. You've got two minutes, tell us a funny story Give us or your something. anecdote now. Yeah, and I don't, I don't, I don't care. So I, I can't do that sort of thing. Um, but did you feel more settled filming? Series two than you did to series one. I'm never settled, and maybe you shouldn't be settled. People have told me that you shouldn't be comfortable. You should always be on edge. It's how you get the best out of you or something. But I don't know. I, I wish I could enjoy some of it. You know, when we weren't filming, I was worrying about the next scene. When we'd finished that day, I'm worrying about the next day's stuff. When I'm doing it, I'm worrying if it's good enough, if it's making sense. And, and you know, because you've got that chance to, can we do it again? Can we do it again? You no, know, I'll no keep time. wanting to do it again. There's no time or whatever. So it's, yeah, I, I, honestly, driving here today, I was thinking, what can I do? And I'm a big fan of, uh, I was telling Griffin, when, when, when you, before you turned up, big fan of like Challenge, Challenge TV. And I uh, love watching Bullseye. And I was like, could I do that? Could I do something like Bullseye? Could I bring back Bullseye? You could. And then I was like, but I don't want the live audience there. Does does that programme have to have a live audience? Well, what are they there for? Well, going back to change again, they did have a live audience. Let's Maybe bin this, the audience. Let's bin the audience off and just keep it about... So that makes it cheaper anyway, doesn't it? Because you don't need a big studio. Don't need a warm-up. You don't need a warm-up. You don't need... Maybe even people will be better at the darts because they haven't got a, a crowd of 50 people watching. There's no need... I don't understand a lot of TV shows have audiences, and I don't know why they're there. And part of that annoyance is because I'm going, I could do that show if they want an audience, because it's putting me off. But Tipping Point hasn't got an audience. Hasn't it? No. Just Ben Shepherd, the three or four people, put your, you know, well done, you've won 10 grand, join us next time. Well, you don't need, woo Yeah, but if you used to have canned laughter on the old sitcoms. Exactly, canned, so get rid of the can, audience canned, then. canned audience. Right, well, forget, we didn't, we, didn't, we decide, don't even have a canned audience. I know, but they might want that at home. What for? I don't know, they might feel comfortable that they're well, missing they don't something. Need, look, when you watch Bullseye and someone wins the fucking caravan, yeah. you go, well done. I don't need to hear 50 people clapping for the twat. He's happy. He doesn't need, he doesn't, he's, he's over the moon, so he doesn't need other people clapping for him. Right, okay, so we've been the audience off. Been the audience. They've gone. I'll tell you, question time, there's another one with an audience. You don't oh, need but it. they're part of no, it, they're surely. No, they can do... Everybody's... There's more audience at home who want to ask questions, so take the audience on the Twitter and Facebook. Why are they sat in the audience? And some people don't even get answered. They sit there all night, ask a question, and Fiona Bruce goes, yes, good point, thanks for that. And you, you know, you, the bloke in the dungarees and the glasses. True. It's like, well, what, what was he there for? Yeah, but then again, if we're doing things on social media, the questions are going to be very limited because there's only a certain amount of space that they can ask the question. But then again, you're going to come back to me and say, well, what about the email, Craig? And I go, well, yeah, you're all right, case exactly. point. Yeah. And how much time is wasted with keep clapping and right. all that so bin get rid of are we of just the... doing audiences in general uh, are going in the bin tell me tell me what show needs an audience I'll tell you what I found out the other day speaking of audience and warm up do you know University Challenge used to have a warm up man <laughs> for the audience warm a warm up man audience, to, to sort of hype up the audience for University Challenge of all shows. I don't get that. I don't get it at all. Because they're not going mad for anyone, are they? But when Whether they still do or not is another matter. 
But I do know, you know Ted Robbins, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, Ted Robbins. He was a warm-up. He was warm-up man for University Challenge. Tough crowd as well. Tough crowd. But the things that people don't know is he's actually really, really smart. Oh, is he? Yeah. So as soon as that he started turning the, turn the tables on the audience, he was put, he, you know, he loved it, loved it. They loved him. Well, not needed anyway. Oh, connect, so- connect, only connect, doesn't have an audience. That's like audience. university challenge. It's hard questions. Very if anything, hard. if you're thinking of an answer, do you want someone coughing maybe in the audience, putting you off? Get rid of the audiences. So I do, I do bullseye. Um, what about a new game show? Brand new. That's risky, isn't it? Risky. Some of them. Have you ever seen some in the daytime that you just like stumbled I'm upon? I'm watching loads of that shit. Which one are you talking I about? I don't know. I saw one once. I was in a hotel and I'd come back. I thought, I'm just, I think I was on splits or something was trying to get to sleep couldn't put the telly on always a bad move and there was one about bowling that you had to sort of bowl so you can't play along at home then with no that. no no well unless you've got a, a yeah, tamping that's, bowling that's, that's pointless. In your, in your pointless yeah pointless no i like i like um the teching part thing tipping point is good and quick pointless um, have an audience don't like it don't, oh why don't know you do no, I don't, honestly. I don't, I, I, I'm not, and to be honest, and I, I tell you how much I don't like it, I know it's on because it's on after Antiques Road Trip every night and the music always starts. I always hear like five seconds of the music, it's like, turn it off. So it's not even as if I'm like, oh, I'm not in at that time. I actually go out of my way to turn that <laughs> turn off. I don't, off. I'm not a fan of it. But I didn't mind his other one he did, House of, House of Cards, is it? Richard Osman? I haven't seen it, House of Games. House you know. of Games, yeah, yeah no, that was no. all right. But anyway, we're just talking about telly here now. Um, the point is, I don't We're going to bring back Bullseye without an audience. That's the point, Carl. I reckon... Did you like Bullseye? Yeah, of course. I grew up on Bullseye. Yeah? Do you remember Bullseye? Not really, no. Right. For those who didn't know Bullseye, Carl, let's give a quick synopsis of, uh, of, quick synopsis of what it's, it's Bullseye a, it's game a, show was. It was Jim Bowen. It was a, it was a dartboard... Two of you got um, invited on, like only, a friend and a and a what's it? There was one. One was one was, one was a, a thrower, and one was one was the knower. That's one, what he used oh, to say. That's what he used to That's say. Right. It's like so, you, your knowledge. Bored, look. So um, and then yeah. you'd throw. Uh, you try and get the most sort of points round the dartboard. And whoever scored the most got to answer the question, and then. Points make prizes, sort of thing. You, you get pounds for pounds that's for points. Prices, that's that's something else. That that's, was that's, uh, that's um, prices right Brucey. or something, was it? But it was no, play it was, cards right. It was points. <laughs> no, but it was still it's still the same pound. I'm sure it was pounds. Oh, don't, don't cross the streams with a catchphrase. It's constantly it's constantly you on know challenge. It was out the black in, in the red. red. Nothing for this game for two in, in the bed. Is uh, your BFH whatever on it? Bus fair home. BFH. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's loads of catchphrases, but the point is get rid of all that shit because there's no audience to play to, and I think that was the problem. Jim had all these catchphrases for his for the live audience to keep them happy because he was an old school entertainer. Yeah, and the audience if it ever it. cut to it was old people. I think they bust them in. They were there for about three days. They filled out eight <laughs> episodes, and then you know, um, so get rid of all that and just have the quiz. Um, they're not going to change it. They're not. It's not going to happen. But that's how that's how my brain's working at the minute. It's like, what can I do? I haven't done that sort of thing. Do I even want to do it? I love Bullseye, but just because you watch something doesn't mean you want to present it. Well, I don't know. I could always do a pilot, Carl. See how you go. Not committed. Not committed. 
Do you want to do the adding up? You can be like, yeah. um, what's I'll, his name? I'll, I'll be like Tony. That. I'll be Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Carl, I'm glad we've sort of come full circle. I think we should go with this idea. Do you feel a bit better now? I'm excited about it. I've got little palpitations <laughs> on the idea that I could sort of do it. But um, it's dead easy as well. You watch these things, dead easy. You just have a little bit of a chat at the start. What do you do for a living? Have you got any aversions? Enjoy that. They do, you yeah, have that yeah. little chat and you just get on. And it's, you know... Um, you don't have to play to the crowd, Carl. They're not there, are they? That's it. And you don't have to sort of pretend you're gutted if they lose either because, you know, <laughs> you just kind of, you had a go, you had a go. Here's what you could have won. Never mind. You're keeping See that you catchphrase, are you? I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think so. Um, but let's, who knows, Craig? Next time I see you... Uh, who knows what? Well, let's doing. we'll see what happens in part three, Carl. Yes, but, it's got um, to have something to look forward to. Well, thank, thanks for coming I'll back. Have on. Some reason to leave the house and <laughs> come and see you. And come to a nice hotel. Yeah, yeah. Well, cheers, Good mate. One. Lovely to see you. Good to see you. Take it easy. Good luck with it. Love it. Cheers, mate. And another episode is done. And what an episode! Did you enjoy that? Was that? I think that's what we needed. The joy of meeting up with Carl is there's no point planning too much. You never know what you're going to get, and you're going to go off road sometimes, and um, you're going to go down some conversational cul-de-sacs. But you just you get out of it with Carl. He's great company, and he's always always welcome back on this podcast. Um, so a massive thank you to Carl and a massive thank you to you for downloading and listening. And I tell you what, if you can't help us out financially, because I understand, I do understand that, you know, we're, we're, a lot of us are in the same boat, but you know how much myself and Griff love what we do. And we've had all the live shows cancelled, which is, you know, why we're going to try and do the Instagram live to, to bring a bit of that back. Um, but if you can't support us on Patreon, right, Go and go and spread the word. Go and tell some friends. Go. Do you know what you're stuck in? Do you want to have some listen to some nice conversations with people? I mean, you like you'd have to dress it up a bit more than that. that. That doesn't sound very interesting, does it? But you'll probably know what to say better than me. Saying somebody who never shuts up. Yes, I know. I know. Speaking of shutting up, I'm going to do that now. What I want you to do until next week: look out for uh, the Instagram live time and date. Uh, feed that's going to come through just be a little announcement to tell you join instagram and when i've got a guest sorted i will let you know until then stay indoors stay safe stay sound and do look after yourself and thank you again so much for downloading and subscribing i've been craig parkinson indoors he's been producer griff also indoors and this has been the two shot podcast you take care Two Shot Podcast is presented by me, Craig Parkinson, recorded and produced by Thomas Griffin for Splicing Block. Our music, our brilliant music, is courtesy of Then Thickens. Cheers.